everyone. Welcome to The Daily Word. I'm really glad that, that you've joined me. And for our Daily Word today, we're going into the Gospel of Mark, chapter uh, 10. And I want to share verse 21 with you. And then let's, let's talk just for a few minutes today uh, about religion versus the Gospel. Looking at the man, Jesus felt genuine love for him. There's still one thing you haven't done, he told him. Go and sell all your possessions and give the money to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. Now, this wealthy man, he comes to Jesus. He knows that there is something missing in his life. He has not yet found the, the, the life, the quality of life, the depth the, the, of life that he really knows in his heart of hearts. He knows in the depths of his soul that he is made for. He, he is earnestly seeking here. And, and you know, from a, a religious standpoint, this is a man who truly, he does have everything. He knows the rules. He follows the rules, right? He, he knows the commandments. He's doing them. He has respect. He has reputation. He has wealth. And among many in that day and still today, there are many who believe that wealth is a sign of reward for obedience, a blessing for obedience. And, and so this is why the disciples are so shocked when Jesus says that it's so difficult for someone like him to enter into the kingdom of God. And essentially they say, well, Jesus, if he can't make it in, if he can't make it in, who in the world can. And of course, we get, uh, we get a, a really clear picture of the gospel here where Jesus says, well, you know, with humankind, with people, it's impossible. But with God, <laughs> but with God, with God, this is possible. It is God who saves, not human effort. Now, uh, what the man really wants is for him to to give him another thing to do. He wants it to be about human effort, right? He wants it to be a religious thing, right? Tell me, tell me what it is. He wants it there to be like this one more thing that he can just add to what he's doing and that that is what is gonna kind of unlock life to him. Tell me what it is that I can do. And, and you, you notice here, I'm sure that Jesus knows that's what he wants, right? Because Jesus says to him, there's still one thing you haven't done. And my goodness, the man must have been so hopeful, right? Like he's, he's rubbing his hands together. He's like, okay, here it comes. Here's what I've been waiting for. This one thing that I need to do, this practice I need to add, this thing I need to do, you know, something maybe I didn't notice in the scripture. Uh, this is going to do it, right? This is what is going to enable me to gain life for myself thing is, though, that um, he asked the man to do the one thing that he's unwilling to do. And listen, it, it's not that, that voluntary poverty is the way of salvation. Let's, let's not make this into a, a, a new sort of legalism, a new religious thing that we need to do. You've got to give away all your money or you can't be saved. That's how you get saved. You give it all away. That's, no. Jesus doesn't ask everyone to give away everything that they have so that they can enter into the kingdom of God. He doesn't ask everyone to do this. And yet, what we see is that salvation is the work of God. 
that salvation is a work of the grace of God in Jesus Christ, that, that therefore, because that's true, therefore the one who, who gave his life for us asks us, calls us to give our lives to him. He asks for our heart, our devotion, our obedience, our trust. He asks us to trust him that we will find our treasure in him. Our obedience then is not, it's not a religious thing that we do so that we can earn our salvation. What we see is that our obedience is actually a fruit of our salvation, a fruit of the fact that we have been restored to God. We do find our treasure in him. And in fact, we, we actually delight to please him that that sin breaks our hearts because we know that it grieves the Holy Spirit. We know that it grieves the heart of our Father. We know that, that Jesus went to the cross bearing our sin, and we, we come to the point where we treasure Him, we love Him so much that we can't stand the idea of, of participating in, in the sin that Jesus bore on the cross. We find, friends, that when we surrender our lives to Jesus, we actually find life in Him. And so you see here the difference between religion and the gospel. Religion is, as this man who comes to Jesus has discovered, it, it can't ultimately give us what we want because it is about earning. It is about doing so that we might we might achieve for ourselves some religious goal. How do, I, how do I gain eternal life? How do I earn it? How do I take hold of it? When the truth is that it is a gift offered to us by Jesus. He died on the cross to forgive us of our sins, to, to wash us as white as snow so that we can be restored to God. And being restored to God, He calls upon us to abide in Him, to live in Him, to live in this relationship in love and devotion. He tells us, he tells us that abiding in him, he tells us this in John 15, that abiding in him is to obey him. That's how we abide in him and abide in his love. It is a fruit of that relationship that is restored by the grace of Jesus. And thanks be to God for that, that we don't have to earn, we don't have to deserve because the truth is that would be like trying to get a camel through the eye of a needle. It is impossible, but with God, salvation is possible. Amen. Amen. And friends, until we have a chance to speak again, I pray that God would bless you and that He would keep you.